Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome to today's edition of Calvary Live. My name is Jeff Figs of Calvary Chapel Greeley. I'm the pastor here in northern Colorado in the city of Greeley, and I'm so grateful to be hosting the show once again on this Tuesday afternoon. It is the 29th of August. We're just about done with uh, August in the summer season, the traditional summer season as we're headed towards Labor Day weekend and that usually ends the the you know vacation time. We still got plenty of summer but the traditional summer season. Most everybody's back in school. The people are back at the college and 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 uh you know community colleges and uh, getting back and getting into their fall schedule. Uh even churches we have kind of a, a time where we just uh, stop some lady studies and men's studies, and they're all starting back up. So uh, get involved in a study. Uh, we always encourage people to do that. And we have men's study taking place in lady studies and young adults and all kinds of things. But I do want to welcome you to Calvary Live today. 303-690-3000 is that number you just heard at the top of the show, and that will get you to me, and you can ask your questions about the Bible or Christian living or what's our worldview as Christians and the things going on around us, or if you have a prayer request. So we got all open lines right now. So give me a call. Grab one of those open lines because the hour goes by quickly. Second of all, the calls can fill up uh, quickly as we go through the show. So right now is the time to grab an open line. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. And, of course, there's another way for you to communicate a question or a prayer request that's through a dedicated text line. It's for texting only, 720-336-0897. And as I always encourage you, put those two numbers in your contact, the call-in number, the text line. I want to remind you that the text line, 720-336-0897, is a text line where you can send a prayer request 24-7. And the prayer team at Calvary Church in Aurora uh, we'll be praying for you, and uh, I think it's a wonderful, wonderful resource knowing that people are praying for you. But during this hour, we will go to the text line as we're in between calls or we're waiting for calls. So grab one of those open lines, 303-690-3000. The call-in number, it is Tuesday afternoon, evening, wherever you're listening. Grace FM listeners along the Front Range in Colorado, up in the southern Wyoming, welcome. What a beautiful day. Uh, there isn't a cloud in the sky. This is some of the most wonderful uh, time of the year here. Uh, Weather-wise, uh, it's still warm. The trees are going to be changing pretty soon. Uh, I was saying yesterday that my wife and I were up in northern Wyoming taking some time off last week, and the leaves are starting to change up there. The willows and the river bed beds are already turning yellow. You just can feel fall. So, uh, we got some hot weather ahead for us, but uh, it's a beautiful time of the year. The elk are going to be bugling and uh, chasing each other around, and people like to go up to Estes Park and see that. 
so we're headed to a wonderful time of the year, also time of the year uh, where there is uh, football starting and all kinds of things. So uh, we pray that you're well. We want to bless you, encourage you in the things of the Lord. 303-690-3000 is that calling number, all open lines. Not only listening live, Grace FM listeners, but those of you on Radio by Grace and a number of stations that are throughout the country, you two are listening live. We are praying for you in Florida. I know that our listeners on Radio by Grace are on the Atlantic side, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, in the southern part of the state. But we are going to be praying for those up towards the Panhandle, Tampa Bay, as uh, the hurricane is strengthening, probably going to be a Cat 3 uh, Adelia when it hits, and uh, we want to pray for uh, the people there. And why don't we do that right now while we're thinking about it? Sometimes we say we want to pray uh, for you, and we're going to pray, and then we move on and we kind of forget. But, Father, we don't want to forget those in the eye of the storm. Is it is going to be hitting uh, landfall in the next day, 24 hours. And, Lord, we just pray that um, damage would be minimal. Those who are... Uh, needing to evacuate would do so. You'd be with uh, all those in Florida as they prepare for this uh, hurricane, major hurricane that can cause catastrophic damage. They just went through in that same area a hurricane that was uh, terrible last year. But, Lord, we just pray that you be with the first responders, emergency um, management uh, agencies, uh, all those that are going to be there, and we just lift them up to you and Keep people safe. I pray there uh, everyone be safe and in a place of safety and use wisdom. And we ask this all in Jesus' name. So welcome all of you listening live, Radio by Grace. Give me a call on this Tuesday afternoon, evening, wherever you're at. And online listeners throughout the country. We even have international listeners. If you're listening internationally on the other side of the ocean, welcome. We're so glad that you've joined us. But anywhere in the United States... Open lines, 303-690-3000. You can give us a call. And again, that text line, 720-336-0897. And then those who are weak, delayed, Hope FM and Truth FM on the East Coast, Higher Rock Radio in Idaho, and Living Water Radio, Corpus Christi, Texas. You just had a tropical storm go through your area. And I pray everybody's well, but you are also a weak, delayed. So uh, let's... uh, Talk about the things of the Lord. Let's be blessed by the Lord today. Uh, certainly, we want to minister to you and pray for you. We're going to go to Adam in Aurora. Hi, Adam. Hello. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Good. You're on Calvary Live. Awesome. Nice to be here. Thank you. You bet. Go ahead. Um. Yeah, so do I just say yep. my prayer request? I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. I have a prayer request for um, uh, to give me strength and wisdom in, in some certain spiritual battles that I've been facing, and also just uh, strength to uh, continue my kind of introduction to the to the Christian church as I'm uh, been new into it, and, and we'll just ask for uh, just wisdom and strength as I yeah uh, begin this this uh, journey of mine and in, in, uh, yeah. coming into into the yeah. Lord. Yeah, you know, it is a wonderful journey, and welcome to the family of God. But what goes with it is the spiritual battles, and because Satan's not happy, and we all go through the spiritual battles. And um, I, I think about, you know, when we have a time where we come to Christ, 
we start growing in Christ, we're being used of Christ, um, man, he comes against us. And I just want to um, read this to you because you said you are new in the faith and um, and you've begun this journey. But Paul the Apostle in the book of Ephesians in chapter 6, he would recognize um, that this is real, um, that the spiritual uh, battle is real, it's before us, it comes against us, the enemy. He says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And you want prayer for strength. And so this is a section that uh, is something that you're going to learn about, you might want to read about. And he says, for we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and, and having done all to stand. And so he goes on and he begins to describe those pieces of armor that were to put on. So Adam is really important that, that as you study this, the different pieces, the whole armor of God, that all of us that are listening to this program, all of us that are Christians, that we put on the whole armor of God uh, because he he comes against us and the battle is real. And he's going to do everything that he can to discourage you. Uh, he's going to try to deceive you. He's going to try to, to um, you know, just, uh, uh, you know, he's the accuser of the brethren. Uh, he's a liar. Uh, all these things. But I want you to know this, that we don't fight for victory. We fight from victory. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And James says that you submit to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee. And and I want you to know that because there are some circles of Christianity that they put a lot of emphasis on spiritual battles and you know the enemy and overstate his authority over us. He has no authority over you. Colossians says because of the blood of Jesus Christ being shed on the cross that he's wiped out the handwriting requirement against us. That is, we're forgiven of sin. And then goes on to say that he has... Um, stripped um, uh, the authority of the enemy uh, of the power over us. Uh, he has disarmed principalities and powers and, and stripped them. And it's a military term that Paul uses there, like a Roman general that would conquer the enemy and strip them of their clothes and uh, walk them through the conquered city naked. And so he has no authority over you, but he will come against you. And right. and he's very good at it, and he'll so, you know, seeds of doubt into your mind. Um, he'll bring fear. He, he's got a lot of uh, arrows that are in his quiver, a lot of darts there. But you put on the whole armor of God and and stay strong in the Lord. Keep growing in the Word of God, okay? And as you grow in okay. the Word of God, that's really going to help you. And keep looking to the Lord. So, Father, I pray for my brother. I thank you that he is now belongs to the family of God. I pray that you would just keep him strong, give him wisdom, discernment, help him to continue to grow in the Word of God, and Lord, in your knowledge, and be rooted and grounded um, in you. And Lord, I pray that you would help him to put on the armor of God, to to know that uh, the enemy has no authority over him, and that he will come against him. But Lord, that greater is he that is in us, that is the Holy Spirit of God, than he that is in the world. And so, Lord, I pray for my brother that you would just give him the wisdom, the strength in this journey that he's on, uh, a new journey. And I pray that you would just help him to keep focused on you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you.
Yeah, you call anytime you need prayer. Second of all, you might already be doing this. Make sure that you go to a good Bible teaching church to help yeah. you grow where there's, you know, fellowship with believers to, you know, encourage you and stay in that place that, that is safe and uh, will encourage you and bless you. So call anytime. We're here for you. Well, thank you. Thank you. You bet, brother. Take care. You too. Three zero three six nine zero three thousand is the call in number. We got all open lines, and uh, it's so wonderful. To, you know, God is still working. He's He's saving people. People are coming to Christ. We get to come along and serve them. It's such a blessing to serve you here on Calvary Live to minister to you. So give me a call. We got all open lines right now. Three zero three six nine zero three thousand is the call in number. Text line seven two zero three three six zero eight nine seven. And spiritual battles are real. The, the enemy doesn't like us when we come to Christ. He doesn't like it when we're growing in the Word of God. He's going to battle against us, and he never has a good day. He never says, you know, Pastor Jeff, I think I'll give you a break for uh, a week or a month or a couple months. No, he is relentless. But here's the thing. Put on the whole armor of God that you stay close to the Lord, walking in obedience, Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And he has no direct authority over you. He will come against you. There's no doubt in that. And he's very good about it and deceiving and lying and just um, the spiritual battles that we go through in ministering or, 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 you know, you just sense it. But uh, we fight not for victory, but from victory. And I just want to encourage you um, and keep close to the Lord. Stick, Stick close to him and to his word and uh, know that God is faithful. So, uh, again, open lines, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line, 720-336-0897. That's one of the other reasons, too, that I encourage all of you, be in fellowship in a church, be in fellowship in a church that is going to grow you in the Word of God, um, that's going to um, you know, be there to serve you, to encourage you and your family, for you to have fellowship with other believers um, and that's so important in the day in which we're in. I've been emphasizing that. Particularly, we saw what happened during that time where uh, COVID, where churches were shut down. That was a very difficult time, and a lot of people feeling isolation and um, loneliness, and um, it was hard. It was not a good time. But we're back in church. Be in church. Um, make it a priority for you and your family, where you're learning the Word of God, and you got people that are going to grow you and bless you in every way. So we got a couple open lines, 303-690-3000. Again, Jeff Figs of Calvary Chapel Greeley here. Just want to be a blessing to you, want to serve you any way I can in answering your questions or taking your prayer requests. So give me a call. Grab one of those open lines, the text line. Again, you can send a question or a prayer request, 720-336-0897. We're going to go to Philadelphia. Ralph? Hi, Ralph. Hi, how you doing? Good. Welcome to the program. Oh, okay. Hey. Go ahead. Yeah, I was calling for a prayer. Uh, no, I didn't change my life over. I come from different city now. I'm in Philadelphia. It's been two years since I left home. And I just need prayer to get closer to God, actually, because it seems like nothing I'm doing working. And I pray and pray and I used to I used to be a drug dealer. I just, I just stopped. I just changed my life around. 
got a job and everything, but it seems like nothing changes. Like it's just getting harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you know, you know, Ralph. Here's here's the thing to remember that the Lord wants you to grow closer to Him. the The most important thing in our Christian life is to know Him and to worship Him, to fellowship with Him. You are created for His good pleasures. You are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works that He prepared beforehand. And He loves you so much, Ralph, that He desires for you to draw close to Him. And as we do, he, he draws close to us. And he wants you to grow spiritually. And and this is not just for you. This is for all of us. Because sometimes we can think I get very stagnant in my walk with the Lord or my walk is very mundane, my faith. And he wants to keep growing it. He wants us to keep growing in the Word and in our love for him and just drawing close to him. And that's what he desires to do. So as you come and ask him for prayer, he wants to do that work. I want you to know that. I want you to know that he desires to just grow you spiritually, to to grow you know you in the knowledge of the Lord as you just are in the Word, uh, keep you know reading your Bible, uh, going to a church that teaches the Bible, being in fellowship with others, and you know what? You're going to see things change. You're going to see yeah. your your heart growing. And there's practical things. He he doesn't want our walks to be stagnant. And again, this isn't just for you, Ralph. This is for everybody. This is for those who are listening to this program. It's for me. Because it can become where, you know, we're just kind of put it in cruise control. And he wants us to keep moving forward and pressing on to the, the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And um, And Paul would cry out, here's the great apostle Paul who wrote most of the New Testament, and his prayer was, Oh, that I may know him. Oh, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed into his death. But that was the prayer of Paul. He he was you know, praying that when he's chained to a Roman guard in prison in Rome. He doesn't pray, God, get me out of here. He doesn't pray, this isn't fair. I haven't done anything wrong. His prayer was, oh, that I may know you, Lord. And he put such trust in the Lord. And he, he just trusted the Lord, whatever was going to happen, that, that the Lord was in control. It was for the furtherance of the gospel. And you can trust him with your life and every day and knowing that he desires to stir your heart and to grow uh, you in the love and knowledge of Jesus Christ. And so, Father, I pray that for Ralph. I just pray that you would bless him. And he he called, and he recognizes that, um, Lord, this is something that's in his heart that he desires, and it's something you desire. So I pray that you would honor this prayer and that you would begin to just stir his heart and draw him to yourself, that, Lord, that he would know that you love him and that you want him to grow in in, in Christ and uh, grow in holiness and grow in the word and to be used of you because you care about him. You care about every day and everything that he's going through. I just pray that um, you would just help him to draw closer to you, to grow in the word, to grow in your love, um, to see your compassion, to see your your you know goodness, and Lord, to see you more clearly. And that's what we want. We want to see Jesus more clearly, all of us. 
And I just pray that you would bless them in every way. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Ralph. God bless you. Thanks. You bet. You need prayer. You call us, okay? Okay. Okay. All right. We got all open lines. 303-690-3000 calling number. Maybe you're... Uh, can call uh, if you're, you know, taking the kids to practice somewhere, football practice or soccer practice or volleyball practice or getting them a snack or maybe you're just finishing up at work or maybe you're on the road and uh, you're able to call freely, you know, hands-free and uh, just be able to give us a call. Give us a call. Love to talk to you. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720 720- Three three six zero eight nine seven is the text line. So text a prayer request or a question, and love to be able to just minister to you and talk to you. All open lines. Jeff Figs at Calvary Chapel, uh, Greeley, um, and we see a question came in: Why were there not a lot of marriage ceremonies in the Bible? Um, I don't know. The Bible, you know, the Holy Spirit chose not to put them, and there's the first one. Uh, where marriage is ordained. And we need to always remember that marriage is ordained by God, clear back in the beginning, uh, in the garden, and where he brought Eve to Adam and said that a man shall leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. That's the definition of marriage between a man and a woman and becoming one flesh, coming together. And we know that when the religious leaders came to Jesus and asked them about marriage and um, he said, have you not read in the beginning that he made them male and female, two genders? And and the definition of marriage is between a man and a woman in the scriptures, and that a man shall leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Here's the thing. Jesus believed in the first you know, few chapters of Genesis, and I was talking with somebody about it this week, but there are more and more Christians, unfortunately, that are dismissing the first 11 chapters of Genesis. They don't feel that it's inspired. But we have the first wedding ceremony that's given to us in Genesis chapter 2. Jesus believed in it. Uh, he believed that God created a male and female. And, and so he puts his stamp of approval on it. And it is Paul the Apostle in the book of Ephesians. He quotes from Genesis chapter 2. So he believed in the beginning as well. So um, as far as wedding ceremonies um, that are there, that are not uh, recorded, um, we can learn from the ancient uh, you know, Jewish wedding ceremonies. We see parables about the wedding feast, things like that. But um, why God didn't put more wedding ceremonies in there, um, the Holy Spirit chose not to do it. But the important one was in the very beginning. And it's called God's Holy Institution Marriage. And Jesus said, what God has joined together, let no man put asunder, is what he says. Um, and that's God's intention, that we stay married for the rest of our lives. 303-690-3000, call in number, grab one of those open lines. Maybe you've been wanting to call for a while or couldn't get through or we didn't get to you at the end of the show, so now's a great time to call. Text line 720-336-0897. Let's go to Angela and Fort Collins. Hi, Angela. Hi, Pastor. How are you today? I am good. Good. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. I just wanted to call. Um, I've been having some issues with my neck to the point of going to my doctor, even getting an MRI, 
and I actually just met with a surgeon today. And I was a little surprised when she told me, you know, surgery really might be the best option. And I've had experience with her. She wouldn't tell me I need surgery without actually needing surgery. So I just wanted prayer for peace, you know, that my husband and I would make the decision for surgery, you know, um, and just have peace through the whole situation, if, if that yeah. would be okay. Absolutely, yeah. it'll be okay. You know, and one of the things that I was uh, sharing with the uh, a caller yesterday that, you know, we always want God's wisdom and direction. And James says yeah. that if we lack wisdom, you know, ask and he'll give it to us as we ask in faith. And I'm so grateful that he does. And then, yeah. you know, and he does, he does want to give you a piece about it. And I was reading from Colossians uh, chapter 3 that um, Paul writes, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which you were called in one body to be thankful. And it's in the context of, in that section of Colossians, where we're told to put on Christ, uh, we're to put on, you know, tender mercy, humility, meekness. And so the primary application that we see here in the book of Colossians is that as we're putting on all these things, there's going to be a peace that rules in our hearts in the body of Christ, which we were called in one body and be thankful. And, and that's such an important truth for us uh, to understand. But I think there's a secondary application, and that is we have those questions. Should I have surgery or not? You've talked to your doctor. You know, your doctor's given you the information. Um, you know, do I move to this city? Do I buy this car? Do I do this? Right. And, I, and, I, and I really believe that the Lord desires to give us a peace that rules in our hearts. And that word rule means to govern, literally, in the Greek. It means to, um, it means an umpire, to make the call. And, and that's what we're going to pray, that the Lord gives you and your husband just a peace as you move forward and step out in faith and step out in desiring to be healed and for blessing. And so, Father, I pray for my sister Angela. I just pray that as she's talked with her doctor and asked questions and answered and um she has confidence in the information given to her that Lord is if they move forward in surgery that you just give them a piece about it insurance and Lord that you would just um, if you choose to use this surgery to bring healing that you would and Lord that uh, you would just touch and you're the ultimate physician and you're the one that Lord they look to um, to guide and direct and we thank you for those who are trained to help um, in those areas. So, Lord, I just pray that as they seek you, you give them just that peace that rules in their heart and that you would bless them and that you bring healing to Angela and they would look at it and just being thankful for your goodness and faithfulness and compassion. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Pastor. I appreciate it. You bet, Angela. God bless you. You Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Well, we're getting ready to go to break, but we got all open lines right now. 303-690-3000 is the um, call-in number. So I'd love for you to uh, give me a call. And you got a wide open line. So give me a call at that number, text line 720-336-0897 is the text line. As we go to break, it's the only break of the show and we'll be back uh, after the music and the announcements on the break. And uh, so grab one of those open lines. Well, you got to have the opportunity to do that. And let's talk about the things of the Lord 
Let's pray together. Let's uh, be encouraged together in the things of the Lord um, in every way. So 303-690-3000 is that call-in number, Jeff Figs at Calvary Chapel Greeley with you today on this beautiful Tuesday, the last Tuesday of August of 2023, and then we're going to head into fall. So I'd love for you to be able to get a hold of me and let's talk about the things of the Lord. Text line 720 720- Three three six zero eight nine seven. We're going to be right back on the other side of the break. Give me a call. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. This is Jeff Figs of Calvary Chapel Greeley with you on this beautiful Tuesday afternoon. Maybe it's evening on where you're listening uh, on the East Coast and so we'd love for you to call at that number that was just given to you, 303-690-3000. And then the text line is, uh, we go to the text line in between calls, it's 720-336-0897. This is the program where you get to ask questions and give your prayer requests. So we'd love for you to contact us and give us a call or send us a text as we are in the second half of the show. We are also headed Towards Labor Day weekend, it's the traditional summer season. So those of you who are going to be hitting the roads, I, I was reading uh, about how many millions of Americas, Americans are going to be driving and, and flying and, and going on vacation. So if you're headed out, just be careful and uh, drive safe. Uh, be uh, cautious and uh, take your time. Get where you're going safely and and take Jesus with you. And what I mean by that is, you know, make sure that you're uh, continuing to stay close to him. And if you have opportunity, if you're visiting somewhere, be in fellowship, uh, if you uh, can do that. I know that here in Colorado, a lot of people will be heading up camping uh, this time of the year. But, you know, take your Bible with you and read it and be refreshed and renewed in the Lord. So have a good holiday weekend and and um, and uh, just be safe as you're out there. We are praying for those in Florida with the hurricane coming and we've already taken time to pray and you keep them in prayer will you do that a lot of things happening to the fires in maui just uh, continue to pray for them so so much loss and um, other things that are going on in people's lives and uh, one of the things that i was looking at is nehemiah and maybe if we have a little time just how he cared and what he did to show that he cared but we'll look at that a little bit later on but we do have some on the phone lines and so let's go to Michelle in Loveland. Hi Michelle. Michelle, are you there? Yes I am. Hi, you're on Calvary Live. Thanks for calling. Hi. Um first of all I just want to say thank you to our Lord Jesus Christ. Um I mm-hmm. I just would like prayer for my family and I would like to lift up my brothers and sisters in Christ here all over. Uh, my sister Dolly needs prayer for her family, um, just for God to just give her the strength and the wisdom and the courage. I pray for um, her boyfriend to be set free from drugs, and I pray for the Lord's strength 
to be our strength in these times as I'm going through a lot of warfare, uh, and it's really, really hard. Um, and also yeah. just prayer for my marriage and strength mm-hmm. in the Lord. Absolutely. Overcome. So, did you say your, your prayer for your sister? Is it Dolly that you were wanting yeah. to pray for? Okay. All my sisters. I need prayer for all my sisters. Absolutely. Uh, Dolly, Nakia, Desiree, and uh, okay. just salvation for our children. Yeah. And the ways of the Lord. Yeah. Well, we're going to do that right now. I want you to know this. I want you to know this, um, Michelle, that the Lord loves your family, that he wants to do a work in your family. And and so we're going to pray, and you keep praying for them, and you keep giving them before the Lord. So, Father, I pray for my sister Michelle, and she's for family, for strength, for Dolly, her other sisters, that they would come to salvation. Um, Lord, I pray for the kids. They would come, that salvation would come to this family. I pray that you give her the words to be able to speak to them, uh, words of life, uh, words of truth in the gospel. Um, there's power in the gospel. And, Lord, I just pray for strength for them, and I pray for uh, for her marriage, Michelle's marriage, that you would strengthen her marriage. And, Lord, just all the things that uh, the world um, can hold us captive and in bondage and sin and carnality, that you would come and free free their family, free their family from all that, and bring them to you. And, Lord, I just pray that you would just work mightily in Michelle, in her family, her marriage, and with her sisters, and with all the kids. Um, Lord, I just lift them up to you for you um, to do an incredible work. And, Lord, um, that you would just show your truth and your strength and your goodness and your faithfulness to them. In Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. God bless you. God bless everybody listening. I lift you up to our Lord Jesus Christ. He's good, he's faithful, and he's worthy of all. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. You're welcome. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. Text line 720-336-0897. Let's go to Eba in Texas. Eba? Yes, hi. Hi, how are you? Good. Thank you for asking. You're on. You're on Calvary Live. Yes. Thank you uh, for taking my call. Um, my question: I'm, I'm a new believer, and um, I'm going to this Baptist church. Not that I was looking for a Baptist church. Mm-hmm. I just actually came up. I just actually came upon this church, and um, my question is: is that the pastor there, he requires um, women to wear dresses, skirts, um, especially if you're, well, if you're going to volunteer. And I was just wondering, um, does it say does it say that somewhere in the Bible that... No. No, no it doesn't say that in the Bible. Um, you, you know, there's, and particularly when it comes to some circles of Baptist churches... Dress code is there. It's very important. You know, but here's the thing. The Lord doesn't address it in his word. And um, I know here at Calvary Chapel that at my church, the dress is very casual. I do not require for um, those who are working with children's ministry, those who are serving in incapacity to wear a dress. Um, it, it, it's, it's not 
something that I see in Scripture. So what you're dealing with is you're dealing with the Baptist church is very legalistic, and they put those kinds of, uh, to me, it's kinds of uh, burdens on people that you got to dress a certain way. Um, I, I know that there are those who have gone to Baptist churches that, that uh, emphasize that, that um, you can't have your hair, you know, the guys below the top of your ears, you know, you got to dress this way, you got to look this way, and um, and it's it's unfortunate, and um, it's not in the scriptures. And if you want to wear a dress, that's between you and the Lord. If you want to wear a suit to church, that's between you and the Lord. But uh, personally, I, I grew up, um, you know, growing up and going to Calvary Chapel was so refreshing to be able to just come and to be able to uh, come as I was and am. And um, there are some people, they just, for them to honor the Lord is to, you know, uh, wear a tie or wear a coat or wear a dress. Um, and I wouldn't go against anybody doing that. I wouldn't try to challenge them in that. But when they start saying, you know, you can't serve unless you, you know, have this uh, dress code or whatever, you've got to decide whether you want to, um, because he is the pastor, you want to submit to that, or do you need to move on to another church where there isn't that the regulations that are emphasized in the external? Here's the thing, um, Eba is um, is the when Calvary Chapel came around, when Pastor Chuck began ministering to the hippies, that was a big thing. Um, when the hippies started coming, they were coming barefooted. And when Chuck's, you know, was there ministering, Pastor Chuck, this little church, they were coming in and there was some of the leadership that was protesting that, hey, they need to wear shoes. And Chuck said, no, we're going to love these these young people. We're going to minister to them. And out of that came a revival. Out of that came the Jesus revolution. And as Pastor Chuck would, you know, explain that when the Lord takes care of the the internal, then the external will start taking care of itself. But sometimes what we do is we do it backwards. We think that if we force somebody to dress this way or look this way or whatever, that it's going to change the internal. And um, so we can put legalistic burdens on people. So the decision you got to make is whether, you know, you want to submit to that, if you agree to that. But there's Bottom line is, in in short, there's nothing in the Bible that gives a dress code for you to serve um, in the church. So, I guess my question, if you have time, is that I understand. I don't feel I don't feel like I belong because I feel like there's all these rules, and that's not the kind of church I'm looking for. You know, I want to serve the Lord. I know He's my Lord and Savior. Um, I want to belong to a church where there's going to be fellowship, and I'm going to enjoy volunteering. And yeah. I just don't know, like, what kind of church to look for, you know, because yeah. there's just so many of them, and I just don't want to make a wrong choice. Listen, you're going to know when you go in, you know, and, you know, as far as the dress code, the, the Lord just, the Word just talks about dressing modestly for women, you know. Right. It's a very broad thing. Um, but the, you do want to be at a church where— you can worship the Lord, grow in the Word of God. That's what's important to you. What city are you in? Um, Corpus you, Christi. Yeah, so you know, you know, there's there's a Calvary Chapel there. 
look for a church that's going to emphasize the teaching of the Word of God, that's going to, you know, serve you, that uh, you can come, you can not be under all the rules and regulations, you know, of dress codes and, you know, all this other stuff, and be free to worship the Lord. And um, I know that I couldn't go to a church if there was dress, if, if the emphasis was rules, um, rather than relationship with Jesus. And that's what you want. You want a church that's going to emphasize relationship with Jesus, and you want a church that's going to be there to encourage you and build you up and uh, to, you know, emphasize the Word of God, to be there to pray for you, where you can have fellowship with others. Um, and the, you know, and it's a, there's a real blessing in that and freedom. So there's going to be a church there for you. And you're not going to, you know, make this mistake um, of, oh, you know, there's so many churches. The Lord's going to guide you. He's going to direct you. And if you got any concerns or anything, um, be sure to, you know, test everything through the scriptures. And that's what you're doing right now. You're calling me. You're saying, hey, where in the Bible does it say this? And then I believe that there are some good churches there in Corpus Christi that you you can belong to and be a part of. And it's very important for you to do that. Okay. Thank can you I, so much. I appreciate it. Can I pray for you? Please do. Thank you. Father, I pray for my sister. Is She wants to find a church where the emphasis isn't rules and regulations, but it's about relationship and knowing you and growing in the Word of God. And Lord, take her to the right place. Take her to a place where she can grow in the Word of God. Um, and I just pray that you would guide her and direct her um, and that you give her peace in her heart and that she would know that this is a place where she's going to be ministered to. So I just pray you would grow her in your word, in your love, and Lord, be have fellowship with others that are going to build her up. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Pastor, so much. I appreciate it. You bet. God bless you. Okay, thank you. Uh, thank you. You too. Bye bye. 303-690-3000 is the call in number. Text line seven two zero three three six zero eight nine seven. It's hard. It's hard when you're in a church that is full of rules and regulations, you know. Um and you know, um we want to emphasize relationship with Jesus Christ. Let's go to Denise and Berthed. Hi, Denise. Hi, how are you? I am good. You're on Calvary Live. Thank you so much for taking my call. You bet. Um, I'd like to have you lift up my sister, Julie, and her son, Brett. I, I live here in Colorado, but they're back in Ohio. Um, Brett made a life-changing choice in November. Very, He's never been in trouble his whole life. Um, been an introvert, um, and one night... He was in a chat room, and he thought he was talking to a girl that was 17 going on 18, and he it was a sting operation, and he got arrested. Okay. Um, and well, he's... We're going to go ahead. And, yeah, we're going to pray, he, and it's a very serious uh, thing that's going on. And, yeah. you know, without getting into details and everything. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's something that... Um, you know, we're just going to commit to the Lord, Denise. Okay? Yeah, my sister Julie's a brand new Christian, so this is yeah hard testing her faith, and she has not 
found a church there, and I've encouraged her. I've given her people I know. There are churches back there, but she doesn't feel comfortable. I think there's a shame to that. So for her to have courage, he'll get sentenced next week. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's do that. Father, we do pray for Julie and brand new believer and her son in trouble. And, and Lord, you know the trouble. And I do pray that you would, um, Lord, just be with Julie, just in her faith that she would be able to, first of all, look to you and, and trust you. And whatever the outcome is, that she would just commit her son to you. And, and Lord, um, it sounds serious, but uh, Father, mm-hmm. we know that you can work in this situation. And uh, yeah. oftentimes is when somebody uh, comes to the place of being in trouble or uh, whatever it is that uh, that you can use that uh, for them yes, to call out yes, to you. Yes. And I pray that you would for her son. And Lord, I pray for mm-hmm. Julie that she would just trust in you and uh, mm-hmm. you care about um, her and for her son and, and just work, just work in this situation. And Lord, help her to find fellowship with others that yeah. can encourage her and just stand by her during this very, very difficult time. And I also want to pray for Denise to be able to minister to um, to Julie, to have the words, to be an encouragement, even though she is far away um, on the other side of the country. But Lord, mm-hmm. the communication is still there. So I pray for Denise yeah. that you give her the words to speak and encouragement, and uh, she stands by her sister. And Lord, yeah. I just pray that you would just um, just work in this situation. Yeah. And it's in Jesus' name that you pray. We pray, yeah. Amen. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Amen. Thank you so much, and uh, you, you God, bet, bless you. God bless you, mm-hmm. Denise. God bless you, Denise. Bye bye. A question came up on the text line um, that should a Christian be on social media, and that is something that uh, gets asked a, a lot about, and. Um, you know, social media is something that uh, a lot of people get involved in. It's a, it's something that uh, a lot of people can be. I don't know. It can it can be. We use social media here at church, um, or I can use social media. But it's like anything else that you use. You have to do it in wisdom, in a, in discretion, and that glorifies the Lord. I think there's too many Christians um, that spend a lot of time on social media rather than reading their Bibles. I think there's a lot of Christians that use social media to tear people down, and it ought not to be. It really shouldn't. Uh, If we do anything, and I want to read to you as I think about this, and and this is true for social media because uh, Paul was writing to Timothy, and he said to Timothy in chapter 4 that Timothy that you be an example to the believers in word and conduct and love and spirit and faith and purity. And it does matter our speech to others, whether it is verbally or on social media. And uh, I've seen Christians post things that uh, were not edifying, um, that were not good, and uh, it ought not to be. So we want to use social media in wisdom if we do use it. Um, we don't want to have it replace you know, us having devotions and reading our Bible. Uh, we can spend hours and hours and hours on social media and not read our Bibles or be in church. And so we just want to be wise and discerning in that area. And then also, I believe social media just has a real negative effect 
in a lot of ways on young people and to talk to your kids about social media and to really regulate it and watch it and have those discussions uh, because social media is really bringing a lot of depression to kids. It, that's just the bottom line. Uh, and um, we want to pay attention. And there's so many things. I don't understand all the apps. All my kids are grown up. They're adults. Um, but there's so many apps that are out there, so many social media platforms. But those of you who have teenagers and younger really need to pay attention to it and talk to your kids about those things. So that's something that's between you and the Lord is social media. But don't use it for tearing people down. Don't use it for whatever, for worldly means. Use it for the, the you know, to please the Lord, glorify the Lord, get the gospel out there, you know, give verses out there to edify people and to help people. And um, we want to do all things pleasing to the Lord. And that's one of the things that we're looking at in the book of Colossians uh, last Sunday. All that we do, we do as unto the Lord. Um, that's, you know, in our speech, in our conduct, in our um, love, in our faith, in our purity, social media, in our jobs, that we are to do what is pleasing to the Lord. And uh, we're to have the right attitudes and desiring to be light. And light is to be seen. So uh, that's my answer as far as social media. Uh, and be careful. Just be careful in it. Don't use it to tear people down. Don't use it to um, just be negative. Um, use it to glorify the Lord uh, in any way that you can to be a blessing to others. So I know we all use it. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. Uh, we do have time for a call. Text line 720-336-0897. And we're going to go to the text line. And uh, there is uh, somebody who is praying, Albert, for their mother's twin sister has lung cancer. And so we're going to pray for her. And Lord, I do pray. We just pray for um, for Albert's mother's twin sister. And... We just pray for the lung cancer that she has. And Lord, I just pray that you would bring healing to her and they would trust in her. And Lord, we just pray um, for the family. There's just a, a lot that's here and they've gone through. And we just pray uh, for Brother Francis and his little son, Frankie. Uh, he's eight. Um, and we pray for everyone involved. You know the situation. You know what's going on. We just pray for your touch upon um, them in every way. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. And then we got a prayer request from Loretta. Um, just had neck surgery and had serious complications. So, Lord, we pray for her. We lift her up um, as they uh, asking for prayer, some complications, Back in the hospital, I pray that you clear the infections up, that you would just uh, bless them, and Lord, that you would minister to them. And Lord, I do pray uh, that you would uh, just uh, bring healing to them and strength back to them in Jesus' name. Um, I think, looking at my call screen, let's go to, and there's a lot of times I don't get these prayer requests in, and I just want to take the time uh, to get these prayer requests when they come in, because I appreciate you guys doing that. Um, and uh, there's somebody asking um, about donations to Maui. If there's any, um, you know, um, you might look at um, different 
different um, organizations. You know, be careful. Samaritan's Purse uh, has some things, but I'm not able to just answer that. You might look at, um, uh, I know Harvest is doing some work there, Greg Glory's Church, um, you know, the Calvary's in Maui. Look at that. Uh, that is something that you might want to look at. And, you know, that's one of the things that, uh, that again, that the scriptures, I was talking about Nehemiah and caring. And when we see the images, it reminds me of what Jesus, when he saw the multitudes, and it says that they were like sheep without a shepherd, and he was moved with compassion. And that word moved means he did something about it. And at that time, he was bringing healing to the people. They were like sheep without a, a shepherd, scattered. And he prayed for the harvest being plentiful for the workers that go out into the harvest. But when we are moved like that, to be moved with compassion, to move to to care for people, and and one of the things that we see with Nehemiah, I was looking at it today, and I've read Nehemiah several times, uh, many times, but I, I really came uh, to the Lord to open my eyes to something that Nehemiah that he cared, and that's one of the reasons why he was such a great man. He cared uh, because he uh, asked his, you know, brother, how things in Jerusalem. He cared because he he wept when he heard the news. Uh, he really was moved in his heart what was going on in the walls being down. He cared because he went to prayer. He went to fasting, praying about the situation. And then in chapter 1 of Nehemiah, he also uh, cared because he was willing to serve. He was willing to do something about it. He was moved. And that's how we know that we care. Um, you know, when we really begin to to ask. And we have opportunity, all of us. And it might be simple that you run into somebody, you see somebody, somebody at church, and you can say, hey, how are you doing? Uh, I think, um, how are you doing today? Um, can I pray for you? So first of all, the ask. That's how people know that you care. Second of all is, is when, you know, you just have a tender heart towards somebody, uh, towards a situation, and we're called to put on tenderheartedness, uh, is what the Scripture says. Put on compassion, put on goodness, put on patience is what we're supposed to do. So that's also how we can care for others. And then thirdly, just pray for them. You know, take time to pray for them at that point. I prayed for people in the store. I prayed for people, you know, um, you know, before service outside when I'm greeting people, take the time to pray for them or, you know, write it down in your prayer journal and pray for them. Let them know that you're praying about it. Nehemiah prayed and fasted, I believe it's for four months before he stood before the king um, and asked to go back and rebuild the wall around Jerusalem. And and then we care when we uh, are able to do something, when we're willing to serve and serve others. And, and I hope that that's something that we would really consider. Lord, I want to show that I care in this situation or to this person, to ask them, how are you doing? Um, to pray for them, uh, to be moved with compassion uh, towards them, um, and be willing to serve others. And all of us have opportunities to be able to do that, uh, to say a kind word, to be able to reach out. People need that. They need that so desperately today. And, um, and I, I just want to encourage you in that area as we close today. I also want to pray for Nate Morris, uh, Mountain Life Church in 
um, in Vail. He's the pastor there. God's using him in the church mightily. He was in a uh, accident, a, a biking accident, mountain biking, and uh, so got a prayer request uh, for that. Lord, just pray for Pastor Nate as uh, he is healing. He's going to be out of the pulpit for a few weeks. Lord, we just pray that um, if he has to have surgery, that it go well. I pray that you would just bring healing to him, blessing to his family, to his congregation. And Lord, um, you know, this accident was serious. And with back injuries and neck injury, I do pray that your hand would be upon him, strengthen him, be with him uh, during this time. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're coming to the end of the show. Thank you, everybody who was a part of the show. Thank you for your questions and your, your prayer requests. Remember that that text line is a 24-7 prayer line, 720-336-0897. So you can send in a prayer request anytime. There'll be those who are praying for you. Also, as you're heading out this weekend, any of you traveling, be careful on this holiday weekend as we end traditional summer. And we many of us have a long weekend and just be blessed in every way. And looking forward to seeing what the Lord has for all of us this fall uh, as we um, head into September, October. Um, just know this, that God wants to continue work and bless. He loves you, your family. He wants to work in your family. Turn to him, look to him in every way. So thank you, everybody, for being a part of the show. God bless you, and, and looking forward to being with you next time. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's word.